can't talk about LeBron James to the Lakers without mentioning one key thing. The key thing is, how did that happen? What allowed that transition to be so smooth? What no one mentions is the fact that the Lakers and the Cavaliers did a midseason trade last season. Now, it looked like, oh, LeBron James is making this Cavaliers team more athletic. He's getting the play- people in place that's going to help him win. And for a minute, it seemed like it. Oh, yeah, those guys are, yeah, those guys are this, the guys are that. But how much did he really utilize those guys when it really counted? In the trenches of the NBA Finals, Jordan Clarkson was on the bench. Larry Nance spent a lot of time on the bench. Even Ronnie Hood, even though he didn't come from the Lakers, he came from Utah. Those guys weren't utilized. LeBron didn't really want those guys. What LeBron wanted was to get the players off the Lakers that was going to be standing in his way getting the salary that he needed and getting the players in there that he really wanted to be alongside him with that young bunch over in Los Angeles. In my opinion, he pulled off an evil genius move because I sincerely doubt that the Cavaliers would have wanted to aid and abet LeBron in his next season journey over to the Los Angeles Lakers. I doubt that. I doubt that's what they had in mind. Yeah, you know, LeBron, we're going to go ahead and, 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 and pave the road for you. No. No, no. He got those guys to make the moves necessary to clear the decks for him to do his thing in L.A. For that, I applauded. He, LeBron pulled off an evil genius GM move. This is my hot take on this because I have heard no one talk about this yet. I haven't heard this yet yet. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I can't be. I have been before. I remember it was, I think it was like 1998. Yeah, yeah. I think it was around like mid-June or something. I'm not going to get into it. It was a bad day. But I, I've been wrong before. I don't think this is one of those times. I got a, I got a strong hunch and opinion that LeBron James made this happen in more ways than meets the naked eye. But I got you. I'm on to you, LeBron. I see what you did, man. I see you. Over and out. So, it's a narrative out there that Steph Curry is a little upset that he's not in the MVP narrative going into this season at the beginning stages or what have you and I don't understand why like once you decide to stack your team like how you've done how can you still expect individual accolades such as an MVP how about MBR most valuable recruiter I can give you that you know not to take away from Steph Curry he's a great talent a great talent he's a wizard with the ball one of the not even one of the best three point shooter I ever seen give him all that all those accolades he's a great player 
However, you're not going to get the MVP on the greatest team ever created. You know, you can't, you, yes, you're, you're an essential part of that team. Some may say you're even the engine that makes the team go, and they, they're well within their rights to say that. However, you forfeit those individual accolades once you decide to stack the deck in that type of way. You, you put the, one of the greatest players who've ever lived, one of the greatest scorers who've ever lived on your team alongside next to you. You put the guy who was in the conference finals against you, going toe-to-toe. Now you put him on your team. What do you do to the, and, and, what, and what did that do to the Thunder? How, you, how do you take the best player off the team, the only team in your conference who gave you real competition at the moment? You took him off their team. So, I mean, come on, dude. Come on. Really? And you expect someone to feel sorry for you that you're not in the running for the MVP? You can go out, I swear, you can go out there, you can go out there and score that 50 every night and you still won't get it. They're not going to give it to you, dude. They're not going to give it to you. They're not going to give it to you. No player on the Warriors deserves an MVP of the regular season. Now, you know, get to the finals, it's kind of by default. You have to you have to give it to somebody off the winning squad. So, one of y'all can get it then. But, hey, MVP of the regular season, you don't deserve it. I'm sorry. Not now. In the past, you did. And then, I no, no discredit to you at all. Those MVPs that you won, you deserve those. Good job. You did your thing. You was the best player on those Warriors teams. I didn't like y'all then, but I respected y'all. I can't really say the same now. How do you stack the deck like that and you still expect individual accolades? You just, it's, it's just, it's, it's greedy. It's greedy. It's not how it works, man. It's not how it works. It should, it should be a, a story for MVP. Any, any player that wins an MVP, you have to know without a shadow of a doubt that his team would be next to nothing without him. Let me repeat that. Any player that wins the MVP, the most valuable player of the National Basketball Association, you have to know without a shadow of a doubt that without that one guy, his team would be next to nothing. Your team, some can argue, would be in the NBA Finals without you. Some can argue would even win the NBA Finals without you. How in the hell can you be the MVP? 